good evening, good evening. It is the Couch Potato Sports Report. It's Mo Better here with T-Bird and Yo. the other guy, OG. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. How are we feeling on this Friday Eve? Eve. Friday, Friday. Friday, yeah. Today's Friday. Feeling Friday. Great. Yes, I was just going to say You're that. You're going to say that? Feeling great because it's been a beautiful week. Every day been blue skies. No hurricane, Ian. Ian. Yeah, Ian, Ian, whatever you want to call him. But it's just a, it's been a beautiful week. Uh, able to watch sports the way we want to. And uh, so I'm happy. Oh, I'm Jim? happy. Are you happy? Oh, yeah. Beautiful weather. I mean, just beautiful. And uh, yeah, a lot of sports, a lot of good sports that's happened this past week. A lot so. of good, a lot of sports news, a lot of history making. And we start here locally on a sad note. Um, Cartersville Purple Hurricanes played early <laughs> Thursday so last sad. night. It was, it's sad. It, it history was, was made. Uh, you know, records broken and, and their their 62 game win streak and region play came to an end Thursday against doggone it, Calhoun. Cal. And they talking and they're talking smack. smack. Like uh, and I knew they would. Just watching that game last night, I was just like this. Because is that your like thinking man pose? Yeah, because I knew, you know, I, I just knew, you know, they already uh when Hal Lamb went there, they already kind of made tried to make them up like Cartersville. Yeah. Well, I mean, here here's the thing. I mean, start off poorly. I'm I'm not sure if it was a Thursday night start, maybe maybe already looking forward or, or just, I don't, I don't want to say not prepared, but the Canes were down 28-7 at the half. So it's not like they're, they were in control at any point in this game. Five turnovers, I believe, just very sloppy and uncharacteristic. I don't know. Um, but it came down to one play. I mean, we had three overtimes. So there, there was certainly an opportunity even after all those mistakes. But what happened on the, on that play, T-Bird? Well, just, let's just go back. I'm going to take you back just a little. You mentioned the five turnovers, okay? If you, if you looked at that game, Calhoun scored in short field positions mm -hmm. because of the turnovers, okay? You look at 28-7 to 7 and you think uh, they dominated the game, but they didn't. Uh, don't get me wrong now. They they uh got some yardage. They're big back. Uh, what's his name? Name is Caden Williams. Caden Williams, one ninety five. He had a big game. I think he had well over hundred yards, and he ran hard. But they scored a lot of the points off short field. A couple of picks, uh, a couple of turnovers, uh, uh, fumbles on the kickoff. Um, so, but when they got to the uh, when Cartersville make their comeback, they started grinding. Just uh. Number Malachi Jeffries, number two. Number two, Malachi Jeffries was pounding that ball inside. And they were, if you notice, Cartersville didn't run a lot of sweeps. They ran between the tackles. Mm -hmm. And he just was big, just big boy. Yeah, big boy. He had like 150 50 yards. And so as when we made our comeback, I noticed throughout the game that we had to sustain drives and they didn't. Mm -hmm. And so we scored typically the way we do. Once our offensive line got going, Mixed a couple of short passes in there for runs. We looked like Cartersville after we got through the the little storm. When we get down to the to the uh, goal line in in, the, in the overtime, and Paul Gamble, who we had on the show last week, good player, very good player, had a, had a good game. But I think 
this is one time when I felt like maybe he should have given the ball to to Jeffries. Mm-hmm. That's your best player on the field on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, and, you know, the quarterback goes off of a field when they run that option-type play. Mm-hmm. He kept it. I, I just didn't think he had enough body to 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 get across the line. Maybe Jeffers could have got across the line. Mm-hmm. But not taking anything away from Paul. Had a good game, bounced back, good throw, nice touchdown pass to tie the game up. But I think in that situation, you got to give the player the ball to your best player. But I think that you know, OG, it's 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 you know, game time, heat of the moment. It's it's you know, make a play, make a decision, and. You know, it's just it's just one of those things, and and with this being the a, a loss, um, do you think it kind of is this just a blip on the screen, or how do you think Carsville will bounce back? Next I mean, week? I think. Well, first of all, if they would have won, we would be praising his his decision making, right? And, and and it's really the the decision of hey, do I run the ball so I have an extra blocker? Or do I hand it off to the to the bulldozer, you know, much bigger guy than me to get it across the line? And that's a split second decision. Mm-hmm. And he made he just picked wrong this one time. But well, look, I, yeah, you're right. And I don't mean to interrupt, but I don't blame that on him. Oh no, not what, at all. What what I blame is the play call. Mm-hmm. See, from the sidelines, he should have came. We running with uh, um, Jeffries. To, you know, you've been getting that all night long. So do like Calhoun did. They ran their best player to that left side. That's where they were getting the most penetration. You do the same thing with your best player. And then if they stop your best player, then I tip my hat to them, you know. So to me, the call should have came from the sidelines to run that play with Jeffries. Here's here's the history, though. It's it's, um, Cartersville's. First region loss since 2011 against Cedartown. Right. Um, and this is only the third time in that same span that Calhoun and Calhoun and Carsville even shared a region. So historic. Um, I, I certainly I think it's a I think it's good for them that they lost. Does that make sense, OG? It, I, it, it is. It, it does make sense because they will get pushed and, and be in stre- these stressful situations in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that now that because it was a region loss, this, you know, when they realign every so often, it it, it takes a lot to even make the playoffs. And so hopefully they are still able to get in where they can then have the experience and know what it feels like to be down and know how to react. Exactly. I'd rather them lose now and win out the rest of the way, all the way to a championship rather than lose the championship game well, and, be, I, I, and be undefeated during the regular season. Unfortunately, I got to disagree with you. Oh boy, It's never good to lose, okay? And now, if you do lose, yeah, you learn from the game. But it's never, it's never good to lose because you just have to learn from the loss. You, you don't go in there and say, okay, guys, I want us to lose this game so we can learn from it. The best thing that ever happened to Tebow, Tim Tebow, the arguably the greatest college football player of all time, was was them losing that game and him coming in with the the declaration or the promise. Mo, you know what exactly yes, what I'm talking I do. about. I do. Because he never wanted to feel that feeling ever again, and that is the type of thing that that these guys need to feel. They got put to the test with Alatuna, 
and they came out on top. You need to be in those situations so you know how to deal with it. If you you don't lose, you don't know where your weaknesses are. When when, When you're able to identify those weaknesses, you'll be able to go back in, readjust, and get better this team I, no, had, had, I, had, to, had to get better i it's agree with, better. i agree with that but it's never good to lose you don't go in thinking that no coach should go in thinking i want to lose really? this game you, you're really? so you are so mischaracterizing what we're we, saying no i'm not I'm, I'm just trying to explain to everybody what you don't no don't, no don't give me that deep breath stuff <laughs> don't give me that don't give me that i'm just trying to tell you as an athlete and a coach I'm not gonna go in there saying, okay, if we lose, it'll be good. So we no, that's no. not the mentality that I want to have. As an athlete, come on now. You're not the only ath- former athlete in in the room. And here's the thing. Um, you know, growing up before you know, for middle school, you pretty much played rec ball. We didn't have we, if right, we did, right. I didn't know about travel ball when I was growing up. So you played for the rec. And I played for a horrible team, but I was the best player. So when we got to middle school and it was time to try out for middle school basketball, I didn't have a doubt that I'd make it because I was the best player on my team. You know what happened? I got cut. I got cut. Okay. Because so ego. Because your ego. Ego. And I already thought that I was good enough to make the team. So do you know what I did? I went home. I worked hard and made the team the next year. You know who else? I, Michael Jordan. Had absolutely. That thank too. you. Thank but, you, but, sir. But, yeah, y'all taking it the wrong way. You no, you're taking it the wrong way. No, the wrong no, no way. I'm not. Yes, I, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And don't try to double team and Dick, stay over there. You are, you Just are. Just stay over there, Dick. I don't even want to hear. You are taking what we're saying out no, of right. context. No, I'm not. Go no, ahead, Dex. Go I'm, ahead, Dex. No, I'm not. No, wait a minute, Dexter. You ain't got the floor yet. I give you the floor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you that you don't go in there. Don't, don't never say. You may think that. But you that don't is say not it. what we That's said not what we're at saying. all. That's not what we're saying. That's the way you go in to win, but when you lose, it's a teachable opportunity. That's what That's I just said. You yes, I did. Oh my! That's what I just said. Mom and Dad, stop fighting. <laughs> you just said you don't. It's bad to lose. It, it we're, is. We're, bad. No, we're I saying said, there's a I lesson said, to be learned. I said. I said, if you, I just, y'all can, don't can listen. Tinker, you're going to listen to us. Mom, you went picking first. up OG's listening skills because he never listens week we after week. We went first. You regurgitated what we said nah, and didn't like it. y'all don't listen. No. Nah. I said, you don't never mm. go with that attitude, but we if you do lose, wait a minute. We're just talking about I said, if you do lose, then mm, that is mm, a mm, teaching mm, moment mm, that you mm. use that fuck. Mm. Hey, I, 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 I just want to let y'all know I also run a uh, group therapy podcast. Y'all are welcome <laughs> to join on. Everybody, you know, this is an open space. This is this is free and clear. Free. But I, I, I do want to inter- interject to everybody that um, if you are going to lose a game, nobody's losing it on purpose, okay? Nobody's losing it on purpose. If you are going to lose a game, lose it at the beginning of the season because then you can figure it out. You got all right. season. Yes. But that's around. not what you said. That's literally what she said. That's literally what she said. T-Bird. What you say that again? That's literally what she said. No, it's not. Word for no, word. It's not. Play it back. I, I can't right now. All y'all, all y'all trying to do. Anybody listening live, come on. We, we need, come on. you know. I need some help because these yeah, you clowns do, yes, do this to me every week. Again, what you got in that water, OG? My therapy podcast is on Thursdays at six o'clock. Y'all can just join in anytime. It's, it's a call. All right. Uh, so moving on, they, it just it it stinks that it's a region game, but it happened. Mm-hmm. 
there is some lessons to be learned and and you can you can learn probably more from a loss than you can from Absolutely. a win. Absolutely. Let's hope that it doesn't prevent them from continuing to win. Certainly. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. Uh, I mean, if you look at the rest of their schedule, in all honesty, they should run the table. In all honesty. You, you know, you never know, but they should. And this was a game that they were probably picked to win. They should have won it, but because of, that's why you got to play the games, you know. So, but, you know, it's it's. I'm sure that they're going to go back to the drawing board and they're going to spot all the mistakes that were made. I'm sure they're going to go back to the uncharacteristic uh, glee, uh, the turnovers. Cartersville just don't turn over the ball like that. Yeah. So they had know. a bad game, and it happens uh, again. It's it's. I certainly don't. Cartersville is a great program, great program, and we all expect them to bounce back. To next week is important, but not important. There's you know it's a it's it's a rivalry game. They play cast, so um, I certainly expect them to really come out and make a statement. Yeah. Um, rest is region play all the way. They've got Hiram Woodland and Dalton. To um, before playoffs begin. So, yeah, that they, they should run that table. Um, but, again, we had a, a cautionary tale with this loss against Calhoun. Yeah, it we'll definitely, see. again, it, it, it makes you check all your boxes Yeah, when, I, when you get back in, in practice. I feel bad for Cass next week because yeah. they are going to flex yes. hard. Yes. Well, I'm, I will tell you this. Cass going to come in ready because it's a big game. But I'm sure what Cartersville wants to do is beat the hell out of them to let them know this is my playhouse, whether it be in here at Wyoming Stadium or up at Cass, that we dominate both ends. All right. Big Brother has spoken. That's right. All right, folks. Y'all stick with us here on the Couch Taylor Sports Report. We'll be back to talk some NFL. Stick with us. This is Mo Better with the Couch Potato Sports Report. I'd love for you to join us for what always promises to be an entertaining and lively discussion on the latest news in sports. And trust me, I need all the support I can get because refereeing these matchups with T-Bird and the other guy is no easy task. But it's always a lot of fun. Tune in Fridays at 6 o'clock. Why would you hold on to a stale old auto policy when you have a fresh new car? New ride, new you, new plan, right? The LeVette Group will assess the new you for a tailored policy that meets all your requirements. So why not update your auto needs with a personalized plan from the LeVette Group? Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777-7718. Again, I'm Ty Dean of the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678-777-7718.
use that. But you can't All use right. We are back. Don't be trying to double team on me. Yes. I ain't putting up with We are back here on the Calcutta Sports Report. House divided. Well, we right. <laughs> hey, I do want to mention that Cass won last night. They beat Woodland as well. Of course they did. Hey, <laughs> <Dang>, Mo. <laughs> All you good Woodland folks out there, she just kidding. Bet that halftime show is the bomb, though. I bet. <laughs> but Cass beat Woodland last night. OG, pull up on a dazzle score and see if they won, please. All right. Uh, while you're doing that, let's, uh, let's dive into some NFL talk. Uh, Cowboys beat the Giants Monday. Um, watch the game. How did, how did Dak look? I, well, Dak ain't playing. Oh Lord, see, <laughs> Dak is out. Dak is out. But Cooper Rush, the, the, you know, the quarterback for the for the Cowboys. I mean, he played a heck of a game, and they've been, you know, the talk. You know, Jerry, Jerry is the best promoter of the Dallas Cowboys. He should have Don't win no Super Bowl. He should be over the WWF because he, he just. He, I mean, he's he promotes and all that talk. But, you know, the Cowboys, uh, they won a game that I did not think they would win. Of course, the sports world tried to put the narrative that it's a quarterback controversy. Ain't no quarterback controversy. There's no, yeah, there's now, no. I'm just telling you what the sports world tried to do. I watch, you know, I watch Stephen A. them every day, and they. That's your problem right there. No, nah, no, nah, that ain't my problem. That's why I get a, get a lot of good information. <laughs> So <laughs> okay. So, like but what I'm saying, all the sports tabs did, uh, ESPN, Fox, all of them. Is there, you know, a reporter's not, okay? Is there a quarterback controversy in that? No, it's not. That makes six six hundred million dollars a year. You think it's a quarterback controversy when he can play? He coming back to play. Should uh, he is a different question, but he's going to because he's he's the the. The man whether the he should or not, he does. It was Mississippi State, right? Yep. Yeah. So whether he does, whether he uh, does make a lot of money, or should he make a lot of money or not, is that's not the question anymore. He does. Cooper so, Rush is doing his job. He's putting them that, in a place to win and win games. Two hundred fifteen yards, touchdown, no interceptions. So right. he, Co- he held the line. He held the line, and that's what he. And when they asked Cooper Rush that. Uh, he he gave the, the best answer he could give, which was the right one. Hey, man, we won the game. I'm just glad that, you know, all these guys competed. He didn't even go into that because he know when that get back, he going right, right. back away. Came right. From. That's his his opportunity is going to be just like Matt Schaub in Atlanta. He was in Atlanta backup for years. He had to go to a different team to get a starting to, to spot. That shot. is Cooper Rush's plan because Dak That's is the it. guy in Dallas. Uh, exactly right. If but, he plays well, somebody could get him. And Cooper Rush played a heck of a game when he took over when Dak hurt his hand in that game. And then last year as well, like he's a very good quarterback that just somebody's got to give him a shot. And I think I he'll go that people. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's an okay quarterback. I, I, Is he a game manager, T-Bird? Is he's that what you're saying? Manager. Here we go. That's what he's doing just, right now. You know, I just, because, well, no, I'm sorry, Mo. Yeah, you are. But, but see, you be pissing me <laughs> off, OG, when you be coming with all that. You think you can make a comment and can't nobody dispute it. Come Cooper, on, come don't at me. Don't nobody even know who Cooper Rush is. Come at me. And you telling me that he's a very good quarterback. Who in the hell is Cooper Rush? Well, if you would actually, you know, watch the games a little bit and oh, just wow. know and be mm. a fan, you would Shots know that. Shots fired. Shots fired. Hey, I, I guarantee you I watch more football than you in my sleep. I, I, I can answer your previous question. Mm-hmm. 
the Giants know who he is. How they know? They lost. He whooped, they whooped him up. Oh, that's one game. Yeah. Okay. Right. And then what, what about the, the, the game he came in halfway through? And then the game last year in 2021. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm all wins, I'm, by the way. I'm just, just so glad you know. that you know he was able to do what he needed to do for the game to get a win. I, I, I want Dallas. I, I want Dallas Cowboys. to win. I, I, do I, I hate the Cowboys. I, I do too. If you hate the I Cowboys, and you certainly are not appreciative of the era that they just ran things, and I, and I'm not saying they'll ever return to that prominence uh, with Troy Aikman and the crew, but I, I want Dax to put up some good numbers. Uh, I, I want. I'm, I'm seeing Pollard. Pollard had 105 yards rushing, and, and Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott is weird, um, but I do. I want. I want to see them have a good year. I want to see them put something together. I want to see them use this talent. Yes. I, I want to I see agree. them use this talent in a way that really shows that they can be relevant again. I want them to be relevant. It's, it's good for the game. They overrated because of Jerry Jones. Yeah. Jerry talks so he's much. He's very junk. good at his uh, his job. Is that's what he's supposed to do, except for winning championships. Because he he don't need to be the GM for them if they want to move forward. Why do you think he's gone through so many high level Super Bowl winning coaches? Because his ego. Because uh, yeah, he could have won some more with Jimmy Jones if he would have shut up. Yeah, yeah. Even the yeah. guy before and after Jimmy Johnson. Uh, Barry Switzer. Barry Switzer, yes. But I, it's that's Jerry. That's what you just you gotta know that going in, and it is what it is. Yeah, Bill Parcells is your coach. I, the, he, one of the best one coaches of the greatest in minds in football. And he messed that up. All right, whatever. Let's go on to what Thursday. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh-uh. Let's no, go on to Thursday. Speaking game. of backup quarterbacks, yeah. yeah, I wanna Teddy Bridgewater yeah. did a heck of a job coming in for, for Tua. Which that's a whole nother conversation right there. Teddy Bridgewater is a better quarterback than Cooper Rush. Oh my god. Here we go. Guaranteed. I I, I gotta calmly I just gotta breathe. Well, you I better breathe because you know I'm telling the I'm, truth. I'm about to go. And off if here. if uh Teddy Bridgewater doesn't break his leg the way he did, he's starting in this league somewhere. So um Dolphins fall fifteen twenty seven to to Cincinnati last night. Um puts them at three and one but which is you know a, a decent record at this point but something tremendous happened uh, during that game that everybody of course is talking about as to a um getting uh injured um being diagnosed as a, con- as a concussion which unofficially is the first time but technically is really the second you know after after the game last week you know he was the 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 concussion protocol was you know examined by an independent neurologist and how in the heck this happened supposedly it was a back injury og so but a back injury transitioned to a concussion four days later did you later so if you watch the clip of him trying to walk off the field Mm -hmm. after that alleged back injury like that ain't a back injury i'll I'll just tell you right now that's do you smell a cover-up something's not right but then at the same time you can go a full seven days a full week and maybe not pass the concussion protocol they were on a short week they had four days really and he passed with with flying colors of course and then he plays in this game and then now it's like you know the, the whole event and everyone's talking about his hands and like is this is his this career is serious over? Now. is his career this, over no i don't think it's i over. don't think it's over but he could have he very well likely did something somewhere 
long term that's going to be he's going to be affected by really t-burn no i'm just no i'm i'm saying that's the way his hands were and to make you draw up like Mm -hmm. that that's something else that happens in mma all the time doesn't it yeah and that's something you know because i thought his hand was broke when i i said wait a minute is his hand before it's called posturing posturing is what it's called i was reading about it before we started the show yes that end of that don't it yeah it's 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 your brain's it's reaction a, to a neurological condition. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a it's a symptom of a brainstem damage wow. or trauma. So wow, yeah. So so twenty thirty years from now, when we hear that he's you know died from CTE, you know we can That's, we can look squarely look back. back. Hey, Mike Webster died at fifty. That's he was the first one yeah. that yeah that first was diagnosed. He fifty. You understand how young that is? Wait, yeah. I but here's the thing, and, and again, and I and I know that we're all sports fans and we love football, but this again puts it all into perspective how really stupid this game is at the end of the day that we enjoy so much. It's uh, dangerous. I'm not letting dangerous. my son play. I mean, he's a tough kid. Don't get me wrong, but I wouldn't let him play. There was a but, just just was it this week where where a young man last week where a young man playing football hit got hit on the field and died. I mean, yeah, I mean. It happens. There's so many football players that that chance is out there. And that, what is it? One percent, maybe? It's got to be more than that. No, I don't think it's that high. But it's it's what when it happens, it usually happens to somebody that it shouldn't happen to. I mean, I guess nobody it should happen to. But it's you know having a little kid like they got their whole life. You know right. what I mean? And uh, the the weird thing is, it wasn't a hit or something that that caused it. It was kind of him getting tackled in that just back. weird way. It's it's just that going straight back yeah like it, was the, the, it was the secondary concussion is what it is so the brain hits yeah. on one side and then it bounces back and hits the other side so now you have Ooh. swelling on both sides so yeah sorry to cut you off OG. no no yeah, yeah. anybody ever had a concussion before you know i have i probably have and didn't know it and here's the thing uh, i didn't realize it until several several days later like the first day when it happened it was weird i was in a car accident my head hit the windshield and you know how on the cartoons that you they have the star yeah. i saw stars i really did but again i was fine that day but the next day literally my my head felt like concrete because i literally couldn't lift it up anytime i moved to the left or to the right you know i could just feel the pressure and the pain so i certainly can see how there's a delayed uh delayed response reaction but again we're talking about you know professionals doctors who are specialists who should have protocols tests in place to catch this and there shouldn't be a way for a player to lie his way through it number one number two and there certainly should be some accountability for um allowing this player back on the field and, and that's the thing because you aren't supposed to it's not a thing that it's not a, like a verbal test that you can lie and pass it's it's a lot more goes into it just to prevent that but the fact that he was let back into the game that is a problem mm-hmm. Because I almost feel like this could be some kind of case study almost for like some fluke situation where a player does pass some way, somehow the concussion protocol. Is it the best thing for the player to play again so quickly? Because now we've got follow up and there's still probably fallout from the first one. And yet we've got a second one. So in such quick succession, one reason why he was allowed to play is because they were three and oh. And listen, listen to what I'm saying. Okay, you ain't been reveling in a long time. Right. 
Tua is having a great season. So so far, you're three and zero. Everybody on the hype wagon with your team. So everything that you find, you're gonna try to put it in the best part of your mind to say he's ready, so we can keep this train going. Okay. And if you listen to his coach talk, he basically said, "I you know I wouldn't put a player mm-hmm. in, in a bad position." They're lying. He's saying that. You're speculating. That. He he's saying that now. He's saying that for that camera. Every coach says that every week. Okay. How many players have they said that about that ended up having CTE? But that's why even can... after the CTE era. That is why they because coaches want their best players to play, no matter what, right? That's what I just right? said. So that is why that is that is why I'm getting you to uh, to confirm what you said because I'm gonna I'm gonna change change it here. I know you're gonna change it, but that is why they have independent somebody unrelated to the team or the NFL to prevent that bias or that favoritism or that whatever. I know that. So if that is truly the case, then you can't just put your opinion out there about you know. Saying that everybody does this or everybody, and you can know. put yours out there. Uh-oh. I'm I'm giving you the fact. No, you don't. You ain't giving me no fact. You I, put your opinion out there every week. I got opinions. I, I got I'm telling you that me. they have that that independent people. I know for they a got that. Okay, but well, don't tell me I can't put my opinion out there when you put when yours you, out there. Every you're telling week, every, I can put every my coach opinion out there, out there every what they're week saying. If I want to. No, what you think? All the talking heads do. All they do is the, putting the, their opinion out there. This okay, whole, you're both the prettiest princess. Okay, just we Steve. got somebody from the chat mm-hmm. <laughs> who mentioned that um, the follow up and the cover up are kind of a, a problem. I'm sorry, I'm paraphrasing yeah. what she said, but going back to the independent um, reviews, I think that should be paid by the players' association. So the players' association wow. are protecting the players, mm-hmm. and See, they they as had opposed a to the league to as opposed to the NFL. Like, yeah, the, NFL. the league should not be. No, that's the interest of the league or the interest of the league. Right. You know what I mean? They're the like players' their own association lobby, reacted to that. But the players' association should be taking care of that. They the did. Thing, yeah. So at the same time, though, you've also got the doctor's Hippocratic oath. You've got to think about too. Like, oh, yeah. when does that play into effect? Because that's if, your opinion. If Oh no, no, that's a fact. No, that's that, his opinion. No, the Hippocratic oath is is a it's for real a thing. thing because they could literally not they can't it's not just lose their jobs. They could go to prison for that because they took an oath. So to so if do no harm. If the NFL is if there's there's so many that's wrong on so many different levels for multiple reasons, but I mm-hmm. think that's a great point that the the NFLPA should should take care of that. Yeah. Because that just is another layer of protection. Well, they're the ones that are looking out for the players. Literally, that's their right. they did. Out the they did. That night, of- his his first, the first concussion, the NFL uh, Players Association uh, had the question out to the NFL: Why did y'all let him back in the game? And they were investigating the first incident. So you know they're investigating this one too. So they did mention that on the telecast. But, here, but here's the thing, though, because and you mentioned the Hippocratic Oath, and yes. OG, we would like to believe that doctors follow that. So I got two words for you. Michael Jackson. Um, there you go. Was it Conrad? What was his last name? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, there if, there, you there, go. There, if the money is right, trust. And I, I'm in healthcare, 
So unfortunately, I have a lot of scary stories about doctors doing some unethical things. Yeah, anything, any pill mill or any, like, there are bad seeds out there. But at this level, when you've got, I, I would hope that they do their diligence to make sure, the NFL would make sure that they've got some good apples. We would think, but let, this, let, but this, this stinks to high heaven in terms of, of this apparently yeah. being one of those instances where there, there had to be some kind of, even, even if let, let's say the doctor did say, Hey, you know what? I don't think he should play. Um, if as a team, they say, Hey, it's a back injury. Did, how many doctors do you think are going to come up and, and blow the whistle and say, Hey, that's not what I said, you know? Right. right. Yeah. And I'm going to give you a name for that. Jerry Jones. You're going to tell me Jerry Jones, if that looks healthy, but he ain't healthy, you're going to tell me Jerry Jones going to tell that doctor, I need that to play tonight. I'm paying him $50 but million dollars is, a that year. That is the exact reason of why it is an independent person and not no influence of anybody. I get that, that but you don't think they can get to an independent I, person? I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure. Just, just making that point. Mm, oh, my goodness, gentlemen. Woo. We are fired Y'all up are today. fired up tonight, and I we love it. We didn't talk about the game. <laughs> Teddy did a better job than Tua did in that game. Did not, not saying, Teddy just saying. Good, I mean, he had a good game. Yeah. All right, guys. We are going to take a break, and we'll be back to talk some Braves. Chop, chop. I'm tip. Hey, this is T-Bird from the Couch Potato Sports Report. I think about Atlanta sports all the time, but I talk about them every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern here on Podbean. Follow the link, join myself, Mo, and the other guy as we'll discuss all Atlanta sports from the Braves to the Hawks and the Falcons. Again, join me, T-Bird, with Mo and the other guy every Friday at 6 p.m. live the episodes will be available on Spotify, Apple, and wherever you listen. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Oh, we shooting, baby. Live admission road studios in cartersville georgia og enunciating twitter yes you can join us live on podbean you can catch us on facebook um you can catch us on spotify any and of course our twitter uh, twitter which is no? You tell I me. I don't remember the couch spot. The couch. The come couch on, couch spot. So, hey, I I, I gotta I, give a quick why shout why out. Get mad? I got I gotta <laughs> give a quick shout out. One of our uh, chatters sent us a coffee, and I just want to say thank you. We really appreciate it. A coffee? Yeah, send us a coffee. They can gift us. Okay, so we got some coffee. Yeah, I called dibs though, so I don't know why y'all looking at me, sir, Mister. You know, what a coffee at? What is it? It does. It's mine. Ex- espresso. It's mine. Or cappuccino yeah. guy. You with one no pinky coffee. out. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's- I know he puts some bourbon in it too. He ain't fooling though. Yeah, they're probably going to drink the coffee. He only drinks that fancy right. fruity stuff. I get it straight to the vein. Why are you guys wasting with the tongue? Okay, <laughs> amateurs, amateurs. Yeah. 
Talk to me, Mo. Braves. Okay, so starting a extremely important series with the Mets tonight. And, of course, yes, they are in the playoffs, but it's so important as far as positioning for them to really – uh, win this series can't I mean we need to sweep if if the Mets win one uh then they 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 win the tiebreaker if, if it if it if it plays out um they called up uh oh their top prospect for this so of course it looks like they're bringing out the big guns the Mets already lead the series um nine to seven so oh I mean must win we gotta have it bring your a game yeah all the things uh and because of you know the recent rule changes um, in baseball, because baseball's not original enough to come up with their own original stuff. Man, they copy, they, they copy just, NFL. Just speak on what she asked you to speak on. Because you the, going back to that every week. Get over it. Because the rule changes, there's no tiebreaker games anymore. Right. And so if two teams with the same record end in a tie, there's no, there's no tiebreak. So it goes to these five different, you know, categories where, they just pick who's got be- who's best based on, the- and right now the Mets are the team with the better record. So the Braves have to sweep, or they will be in the wild card, and Mets will win the division. That's right. I mean, I, he said it. We got to sweep, and uh, do I think we'll sweep? Probably not. Probably not. It's it's hard to beat a team three games straight. It sure is, especially, especially at this at know, this evenly point. matched teams. Yeah. Well, the problem is, is what with the wild card series is what it's it's a, a best out of five. It's best right? out of best out of three. No, no, first to three wins, best five games. Best out of I'm five. Sure. Yeah, and I I don't personally I don't like us in the wild card game because it just seems like it takes us too long to get going sometimes. Yeah. You know, you can't wait to the seventh inning every game to for the bats to get going. We have good pitching and you know, like the other night. I mean, we I just I just don't like us I like us better in a seven game series than I do the wild card. I want us to win. You know, I love my Braves, but I just don't like us like that. We we don't know what we're gonna get from Charlie Martin if you just want to know the truth. Yeah, and the thing about it is, OG, in this wild, if they do go wild court, they've got to start off with their best pitching, so that really mm-hmm. kind of puts a, an extra load on them, right? Yeah, and then and then you've got to really think about the rotation and and you know, do you monkey with that at all? And you know, do you take a risk by resting somebody? And it, there's a lot more to it that just. You got to hit. You got to hit. But, man, you just really kind of second guess, oh, we should have done this and done that. And those little changes, we'd be in the, you know, we'd be in the divisional round and having a bye. You got to hit. OG, are you – OG, I'm looking at you, T-Bird. Are you worried that they won't have Strider? Me? Uh, uh, Not really. I mean, Bryce Elder or whatever his first name. I can't remember the first name, but Elder has come up. And pitched well. Too. Both his uh, starts have been well. One, he did a complete game. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we hear it a lot. But when you get to this point in the season, this next man up, and you got to play well. And and at this point in the in the season, like kind of almost to what we've said in the last segment, unless you're if you can play and you can suit up. We need you. Yeah, you gotta play. Like, I mean, some of our our heavy hitters, some of our better play. We, you gotta, you gotta play. It's it's time to shine. 
and and uh you know Eddie Rosario seemed like he's hitting the ball better. He's up over 215. So I'm I'm happy about that. Uh Matt Olson, you know, we need you. Yeah, we you need to be what we got you for. You know, he hit 30 homers, still around uh what 235, 239. So this is this is what you got paying him all that money for. You know, Ron Lacuna. Hey, you you've been good the last few weeks. You sit out the last two games for this series. I I need you, and and my pitching. I you know you need everything, Mo. I I've got some some stats here. I had Mama OG pull up some stats here, and just comparing the Mets and the Braves, and all these different you know comparables and batting averages and pitching stats, and it's fascinating to look at how dang similar these two teams are, even down to like some random stuff like. Uh, blown saves or you know intentional walks like that doesn't that's the most irrelevant category but even still these teams are so similar that they are very similar in intentional walks it this is truly just who got lucky one game versus the next and that's the Mets are one game ahead and uh the Braves gotta gotta almost pull off something really special to uh to take the crown I think if we hit the way we're capable of doing it's going to get in the Mets' head because what they got the most pressure on them. We're the world champions. The Mets got the most pressure on them because they worried that they're going to blow it again like they've done in the past. Yeah, but they're going to be very fired up because you got to you got to beat the man to be the man, and they, they want to take their shot and put us out early. Okay. Where did you get that from? Who said that? Who said that before? Oh gosh, I gotta, I gotta think back. Yeah, ain't gotta say it. He's sitting right across from you. Oh, <laughs> what oh. you talking about? Please, did Mo? Did I say that? I don't remember. Oh, get it! <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all that last week. In order to beat a man, you gotta beat the man, and we the man right now. Yeah, but you heard that from Cool Hand Rick, Rick Flair. Flair. Rick Flair. Oh, that's but, right. I but cool I'm talking about it on this show. But yeah, I mean that's why we ain't got no pressure. In order to beat a man, you got to beat the man. And right now, we still standing. So yeah, we are. But man, oh. we I I much prefer what appears to be their road through the playoffs versus what appears to be ours. Uh, of course, but I still think I I really do. I still think the Atlanta Braves are the better team by a little. I think uh, Pete Alonso is really not hitting right now. We control Peter Alonzo. We control the Mets. I, I do. I, I do. That's a pretty. That's a pretty because Peter Alonzo is the catalyst for their team. When Pete's hitting, they play a lot better. You can probably look that up. But if you stop Peter Alonzo, like when when we played them last, we won the series. You know why? Peter Alonzo was not hitting. But Pete Alonso is about sixth on their their on their batting average hits. I mean, you name he, it. It's it don't not matter. that great. It's, it's the hits you get at the different times. He hits. Some, so he's clutch. He's he, a clutch hitter. He's a clutch hitter for them. He hits some damn tiring home runs at clutch time. This the last series that we played them. We control Pete, and we won that series. I just wonder though, and maybe I, I'm. I'm not trying to be a pessimist. I'm just a little bit of a realist here. And I certainly want the Braves to go hard, finish strong. 
but I also don't want there to be so much of an effort to, you know, finish out top of the division and then there really be nothing left once the playoffs start. You know, OG? Yeah, and <laughs> this may be the last time I get to say this, but for for the length of this long season, <laughs> the Braves are doing their part to make it even longer and just play as many games as they can because that's the road that it looks like they're taking. But you're exactly right. They need to, in their mind, either go for it and and try to win the division and get the bye or just mentally be prepared to play the the, the wild card round. What you got, Dave? Uh, we, one of our chatters mentioned it's not just Pete, but it's McNeil and Nemo that uh, we have to think about for the Mets. So. I, I mean, that's a good point, but I still think I still Brandon Nemo is a hell of a player, but Pete Alonzo is the catalyst to me. That's kind of like like our Dansby Riley and Harris or or Acuna if he's playing well. Yeah, I, I just think Pete is the catalyst for them. Uh, Nemo causes a lot of problems because he can spray the ball all over the field and they got great speed. So I mean, I ain't I ain't in a hundred percent disagree with it. I I am a little nervous with our bullpen than with theirs. I I just. I just make I not that I have anything to go on, but it just it's that gut feeling. I just makes me a little more nervous. We had the best bullpen in the majors in the month of September. So, you know, uh ERA uh right. stats. So, you know, you uh, when you're dealing with bullpens, you gotta go by the numbers. And the numbers say that we're better than them, but you still have to go out there and correct. Play. But we have more blown saves than almost any other team out there, which means we can't win Find the close that games. Me. Find that for me. How do you guys factor in McNeil's batting average? Because he's the highest, he has the highest batting average on the um on the Mets. And this is according to our chatter. So how do we factor? Well, you know, he's you pitch around him. What do you do? Uh it depends on where he's batting. Is he is he batting leadoff? If he's uh, bat- that's a good question. You know, uh, if, if he's batting leadoff, then you know you're gonna have to pitch to him, but you may get to where they flip the order and he comes up with runners on then. Uh, you're gonna have to make a decision. Yeah. So, interesting fact: uh, he has zero intentional walks this year, McNeil. So, as good of a hitter he is, nobody's pitched around him yet. There you go. Okay. Cool. Thanks for the question. Yeah. Keep him coming. Keep him coming. He's but, in, okay. I'm sorry. She said that he's in the top three. So, yeah. So it looks like, uh, yeah, you know, it's gonna be they're pretty even. Even yeah. match. It's gonna be a good game. I think all of Atlanta is gonna watch. So. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what happens. Don't play well. I mean, it's going to be good. So go Braves. Go Braves. I should have worn, I should have coordinated watching Baron Braves shirts. Yeah. You know, true fans over here. Right. And, you know, he's wearing something else. That would be great. <laughs> that would have been great. Oh, I tell you, it's getting deep in On here. that note, we'll take a break, guys. Y'all stick with us. We'll come back and talk a little bit more about some history made in the Falcons. Stick with us. OG from the Couch Potato Sports Report, you know, the smart one. Listen live every Friday at 6 p.m. on Podbean as I drop some knowledge on T-Bird to tell him like it is, and then he tries to tell me why I'm wrong about Notre Dame being hypocrites, the Braves repeating, or soccer being better than basketball. 
Chat with us live on Fridays or catch it later on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Report. Thanks for joining us. Please keep the questions and chats coming. So, a little bit of history. Aaron Judge, number 61, all-time in one season. No. No, he's <laughs> he's really not. It's going to create out create an argument, but he's not. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds is. Number 73, even Roger Maris' son said, Barry Bonds holds the record, but you can see why he would say that. Mm-hmm. Barry Bonds had 73. Mark McGuire, he did 70 and 65. <laughs> Sam Sosa, 60, 64, and 63. Mm-hmm. But there's an asterisk by all three of their names, right, OG? All three. All three are known users, right? Yeah. I think it's confirmed at this point. They all are known users. Sponsored and, by the juice. And so, and I, you know, there's a lot of speculation, debate on should or shouldn't it be. But right now, baseball recognizes it as you know, 73, but. Well, you know, I ain't trying to start nothing. Aaron Judge is a, Aaron Judge is a big mofo. That's a big, that's a big boy. That's a big boy. I'm talking about big. But so was Barnes and, and McGuire. Well, so, so was a little bit. Aaron Judge is big. What's, what's, what's his, what's his, what are his measurements? That's yeah. a big mofo. I think he's what? Oh, I don't know. Just six, eight, he's not single, Mo. He's not single. Pull him up. Pull him up, OG. <laughs> right. Aaron Judge. That's a big boy. And he bet on himself, and he's winning. <laughs> he's winning. This boy probably going to get 300 and something million dollars from somebody. So he he's 6'7". He's 6'280". That's Good a gosh. big. What I tell Bunyan. you? That's a big mofo. He's a tight. I mean, that's a tight end size right that's there. That's a big mofo. Big Mo. So, are we convinced this is all natural, or do you think he might have had some enhancement as well for, to get this? I mean, are we that jaded? Who's to say? He doesn't have the look of a user. Rafael Palmaro didn't either, but he used. Fair enough. So, you know, I, I just think it, re, you know, some people develop. I would have never thought Rafael Palmaro would have used, but he did. And you know how he admitted it? Oh, in court? <laughs> no, he said he didn't do it. But he never played baseball again, and he didn't fight it. So what that tell you? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those, uh, I'm not going to say I did it, but I'm not going to I'm not going to admit to guilt, but I'm never going to push He the said in either. court that he didn't do it. But we ain't heard from him since. <laughs> It's, it's interesting. Okay, our, may, again, maybe it's because of what we've seen in terms, especially with the steroid era. But think about it: um, Bay Ruth, you know, sixty um, in a season, so, and I we and he was what he was a big dude too. But he was fat, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he had sixty home runs in a season, yeah, so he, he was drinking liquor, beer, right. and, and watermelon, and watermelon, and. and, and Oh, yeah, I'm like that. But he was fat. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, to, you know, 
play devil's advocate here. Everybody was drinking, you know, and yeah. going on so and smoking. So it is possible to all natural smoking. hit 60 home runs in a season. Yeah. Babe, Babe Ruth was just gifted. He was six feet tall, too. And he lived in an era where, you know, there wasn't a such thing as calisthenics. So, yeah. yeah. He, he was just gifted. But baseball, the game of baseball is very different, too. I mean, we, we got to think, like, we're almost back into a pitching-focused era yeah. and away from a hitting-focused era where – in that decade or so, there was a lot more runs scored in in across the, across every game. Oh, oh, gee, are you and saying look, it was easier to hit home runs back in the day? Is that what you said? Somewhat, because the they wasn't pitching as fast. Like you Tim, only had Tim Wakefield lob, lobbing them in there. Well, yeah, I ain't gonna say lobbing them, but, but well, he's sixty. He's in the low sixties, but who? it's Tim Wakefield. Oh uh, yeah, but he's that was a knuckleball. knuckleball. He's a knuckleballer. But like man, that. that's a that's a softball uh, toss. Oh gee, let me tell you, man. Uh oh. Try to hit a knuckleball. Try to hit it, big boy. You say the game is easy. Try to hit a knuckleball. You got some professional hitters in baseball that can't hit a knuckleball to save their life. He's, now he's putting words in my mouth. No, nah, ain't never, nobody putting that words in your mouth. I never said that. Yes, you. You go tell me that you didn't say that baseball was uh, not I a hard it, game. I said it is easier than other sports. No, you didn't. Yo, you said baseball's not hard because he said it too. The hardest and thing both about y'all were lying. I said the hardest thing about baseball is taking a round bat and a round ball and I hitting it squarely. You, no, you said now don't go, don't start backing up on me because I ain't gonna I never I'm forget not backing that. up anything. Because I cracked up that night when y'all said baseball is easy. Pull up that clip too. Pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. <laughs> tell you the truth you see the way he tried to just conveniently forget <laughs> no i'm not i'm not running away from anything you sound T-Bird. like somebody else i know i ain't gonna say nothing but he's orange <laughs> oh please all right i ain't gonna say nothing but he's orange that's all i'm gonna say orange lives matter okay um one of our chatters said that uh knuckleballs will go any old where so yeah i think she's right you know knuckleballs are I mean, it's a hit or miss, literally. So, and and, and uh, great hitters look very bad when they miss a knuckleball. And there's a big difference when you're used to getting pitches at 100 miles an hour, 90 miles an hour, and then That's you right. got this 60 mile. Like it, it'll mess with your your everything, your depth perception and the speed, yeah. and because you keyed up to hit the fastball. And then if that's just like trying to hit a slider or trying to hit a a, a good curve, yeah. You know, you look in fastball, you get a curve. You look bad. Yeah, you, it's, you're gonna your timing's gonna be off. Baseball is easy. So it took um it yeah, took yeah. Aaron a while to get to this number sixty one. Got a couple more games, several opportunities to get to sixty two to have the official unofficial lead. So can he get it done? Absolutely. I mean, he's he's got a few more more tries, but it goes back to: is it the record? Is it not the? I, Hey, and one more thing, if you don't mind me saying, Mo, Albert Pujols hit 700. Oh, yeah. yeah. Forgot about Albert. Fifth man, I think, in history to hit 700. And I ain't going to lie. I think some of them grooving him, too. I think they groove some of them in there for Albert. They love Albert. But here's the thing, though. It's, it's, and maybe it's because I remember very vividly what is, I think, just (laughs) horrible to call it the steroid era. It was fun watching. Uh, McGuire and Sosa just go at it, it was. to see it, it, it was. was it was it it's 
it I think certainly brought in a lot of new fans, it and has. that's what that game needs, T. Bird, in, in, oh, or, or preach, to stay preach, relevant. Preach. I, no, I agree with that. So, and that's what it did then. So to take that away, I don't care. I don't care if they jack up with meth. If it's gonna give us a good game, go ahead. That go would ahead. be interesting. I would watch that. <laughs> so, but the yeah. thing was, it, if if in that stage, because there were. You know, at least two, you know, there was there was McGuire and Sosa and they were trading mm-hmm. back and forth. And then Bonds was coming. But if they didn't, if they weren't getting intentionally walked, they hit a home run that game. Like, right. It was every ba- night. Barry Bonds got walked more than anybody. Anybody. They it, wouldn't even it was so frustrating. So that tells you right there, whether he owned it or not, he still had to hit the ball. Still had to hit the ball. Give give him so credit. You, yeah, you got to give him some credit for that, even though his head was bigger than water belt. And he <laughs> wore that ugly little gay yeah, earring yeah, yeah. i'm sorry no offense to my <laughs> but if you <laughs> oh god you gonna get us you gonna get us clicked out podcast but barry had one of the quickest swings yeah it was pretty oh my god man it was just oh man if Barry Bonds would have won the MV, would have would have been in the Hall of Fame even without that. He had done won the MVP seven times. It was just something about the way he stood at the plate that just commanded. It, just, it reminds me of King Griffey Jr. It, mm. it just different stance than the normal, and just just I don't. It, you knew they were studs. Period. Yeah. Right. You just knew they were studs. So yeah, I. I they, swagger. Still, they got they stand with swagger Ooh, at the plate. I like that. Yeah. yeah. They still had to hit the ball. Mm-hmm. Now you can shoot all you want, but if you don't hit the ball, nobody gonna care. Right. Yeah, he shot all up in his leg, but who cares? He can't hit. Yeah. You got some dicks. Uh no, I was just looking at this thing about banana ball. I'm thinking we should bring on a segment one of these days. So really? Oh yeah. really? Yeah, I said it. Oh, I said it. Banana ball. Oh my God! I'm not even gonna waste any time. Y'all want to get into some Falcons, or y'all want to take a break? Yeah, let's go to a break right yeah. quick. Oh, yeah, man, just, we, don't ever bring that up again, Dex. I'm ever. gonna bring it up to you. Banana ball. Yeah, you heard it here first. <laughs> Hold on, let me find us our music. <laughs> yep, here we go. I just hope it really doesn't involve a real banana. <laughs> oh, I can't wait till you watch it. Then, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's y'all, we got a break. Yeah, we got a break us. before I cuss them out, y'all. <laughs> We're gonna talk. Malcolm, when we come back, stick with us. Are we back? Oh my goodness! I I don't know. We can we can't get those seconds back in our lives, guys. We can't. You're welcome. Baseball bat on fire. I just I don't know. It's a bat of bananas. 
That's in Dexter's world. Yeah, I think he, I think he's making it up. I think he's pulling my leg. Oh my god! So Falcons win. Falcons uh, win. Yay! Come yay, on, somebody. Yay, yay, yay. The defense came through. Yay! 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 Yeah, Tebow and I were chatting about this one. Yeah, Richie yeah. Grant. I mean, finally we get somebody, Richie Grant. They've been talking about hyping him up. Mm-hmm. Last year they said he didn't. He he, he couldn't pick up the defense. And so we we all. It, it's almost like we tried to lose that game with that fumble. I mean, I, that's just us. Are we just that bad and we got lucky and got a lucky win? And let's talk about the damn drone. Why in the hell you going to have a drone? We driving. And all of a sudden, the drone comes, stops our momentum. I tweeted about this. Stops our momentum. And then... After 10, 15 minutes or whatever, we come back and we fumble about. Come conspiracy. on, somebody. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, because that's Pete Carroll. I mean, I'm telling you, you know, no, Pete Carroll. No, no, because it also happened on the, the game, the, the college game the night before. They were just setting it up for us. Oh. That's all they were doing. A test run. They, just yeah. They conspiracy theorist. Do you have your tinfoil yes, hat over they there? They were just setting <laughs> it up because they don't want the Atlanta Falcons to win nothing. Yeah. It's we all about the Falcons. The NFL. Yeah, the 0 2 Atlanta Falcons. All about them. That's exactly right. Okay. Yeah, because they're, they're that important of a game. You are That's in exactly your own right. world. Okay. That's exactly right. That's exactly what, what right. Is, what did you see that you like? Aside from the defense uh, making, a, um, making a play at the end, what did you, what did you see good in this game? <laughs> I, saw, I saw the defense play when they had to play. We've, we've always talked about. At this point of the game, we need sacks. We got those. We hadn't had sacks all game. Grady came up with a big sack. I think it was uh, Rashad Evans or Coleman one came up with a big sack when they were trying to drive at the end of the game. That's what good teams do. They get big sacks in the important times of the game, and we did that, and I was totally surprised. And we talked about we liked the Falcons' defense last week as well right. uh, there is some potential there but man the offense just i just it pains me to watch sometimes because i just i don't know what it is but it's it it's going to be our downfall this year well no in this case in this case the offense played well cordell uh patterson had 146 yards rush offensive line was just whipping them up front now when last time we said that <laughs> yeah i mean you understand offensive line played well but i think was uh, how that happens is with Marcus Mariota, he got to cut some of his mistakes in key moments, but he moves the pocket. So therefore, it gives our offensive line angles to block. You understand? So that's the good thing about having Mariota. If if he could get a little bit better with maybe some of his throws and a little bit of his decision-making. So, you know, what last time we said our offensive line blocked well? It's it's been a minute. It's, it's been it's been, been several a damn years. Minute. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I just hope there's consistency and it's not just the game because we've got a test this coming week against the Browns who is known to have a good D-line. They known to have a good D-line and they got a hell of a running back. Actually, they got the running back Nick Chubb and they got Kareem Hunt, who is a hell of a running back, too. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, what's the quarterback? Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. We can't let Jacoby Brissett beat us. We just can't. You can't let those. 
backup quarterbacks look like Hall of Famers. You just can't do it. Yeah. But I could argue that Mariota is backup quarterback most recently. Could be. You, I mean, you can argue that all you want. I'm telling you what we can't let happen to us. But you, why, I don't even know why the hell you're going over there. Why are you going over there? Here's the thing, you know, okay, we, we need the defense to stop Chubb, which is already a tall order. But, you know, Patterson is, is a little questionable for Sundays. We're not even sure yet if he's going to play. So um, it's going to be on big playmakers like Kyle Pitts to, again, carry the load, make a play, um, because I certainly think it's going to be hard to contain um, Nick the, the Browns. Yeah, Tyler Adjiers. That's our that's – our- you got to let that boy eat. Yeah, give that kid the ball. You got to let him eat. You got to make him a star. Stop saying uh, you're a backup. You got to let him eat. But we, Go ahead. we have to be, we have to be able to run the ball so that we can pass you or pass so that attack. we can. And and that is the key that I think if we can do that, which we did last week, we will we will be competitive in this game. You got to go to your stars. Why did you get Kyle Pitts? We talking to them early five times. They know you're going to throw to him. Throw to him. You got to, he's a unicorn. Mm-hmm. Hell, make him a damn unicorn. Mm-hmm. You got Drake London. Everybody know he our top pick. Make him a damn star. Yeah. You can't throw away from them because they prepare for them. Show me what you got. Right. And make them double those guys because Damn that right. takes two guys out of the box that now, now yeah, we can stop run. Stop being scared and predictable. But we need to accurately throw to them and not throw into double coverage, which I, I think that's... Sometimes. Okay. Let's just say this. If you're going to make him a star, when you in the end zone, Sometimes you got to let him be that damn star in double coverage. Yeah. How many times have great players caught balls in double coverage? What's his name do it all the time? I hear what you're saying, yeah. T. Berber. Do you trust Mario to be accurate yes, enough to do that? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, you ain't going to never know. And throwing, got, that's what you got. Throwing in the end zone, I'm going to throw a jump ball to Kyle Pitts all day, every day. That's what that's all day. the question. But, but we got to. Getting there, I mean, that's that's one out of a hundred situations. We got to be able to get there, and I don't know if I trust Mariota fully to be that guy that can lead us down the field. Well, that's what you got right now. That's what you got. You don't want with him, so you know you ain't gonna replace him. Okay, so you don't want a game. Okay, how do you beat double coverage? You got to make uh, Drake London a damn. Uh, uh, you got to make him that star, so they won't double team. Uh, uh, what's his, the the tight end? Okay, you 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 know you you, you gotta make him what you got him to be. You he he can't be the unicorn if you don't never throw him the ball. I just have a feeling we need to like have an organ playing because you're starting to sound like a Baptist preacher. I'm just telling you the facts, Mo. We got this guy. They call him by you. You know what a unicorn is in the NFL? Do you know OG? Go ahead and tell us, T. A unicorn is the best damn tight end that's ever been drafted. Uh, the, the first tight end ever been drafted, number one overall. You got to make number him, one overall. I'm, ta- I'm talking about, uh, what is it? He's the first tight end drafted in the first round. That's what they said. Okay. Number four, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. I don't sit there and try to. You got to make him be that. You got to make him a threat. Just like you got to do London. Agreed. And and the 
the important thing is having that that twofold attack, that two pronged attack, like we said. But I guess in other news, I did you uh, see Russell Gage, our former our former receiver? So he got a touchdown pass. So no, what? no, no. The the mistakes that he made. He made a couple of mistakes. Fumble. Couple drop passes. I shit. I, ain't I never I, thought he was no player. I feel like you would enjoy watching him. Uh, you know, kind of flounder. I would. I, I ain't never thought he was no player. Julio ain't played in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Is that anything new? <laughs> he ain't played in two weeks because he he uh, went back on the Falcons and he got the damn curse on him. And I ain't mad. He's got a little Odell Beckham. Uh, Nobody wants him. That's right. And he the one that messed up Calvin Ridley because he got in Calvin Ridley's ear. Now look at him. What did you, did we talk about this last week? The catch that the Georgia Pickens. Oh yeah, we did talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great catch. So, all right. So what, what are we predicting here? So um, we obviously need games from, big games from Patterson if he's healthy. Uh, London or Pitts, certainly, um, because again, you've got Nick Chubb and Cooper uh, for the huh. for the Browns. I'm talking huh. about wide receiver. Oh, okay, yeah, you got Mark Cooper. Yeah, Mark Cooper. So, I mean, that's that's the, a, a tall that's a order. Yeah. Are, can we squeak out a win? What 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 needs to happen in order for us to get out of there with a W? What needs to happen is is always we need to win both sides of the line of scrimmage. That controls the game. And if you can, that means if you win the line scrimmage on the defensive side of the ball, you're going to get sacked. You're going to stop the running back. Okay. If you win it on the offensive side of the ball, that means you're going to be able to run the ball and Mariota's going to have time to pass the ball. So everything to me starts in the trenches. And I think that's what <laughs> Give me a specific, I need something specific, T. That, that sounded very. Um, Sound bitish, didn't it? Was, it was. That was a token answer. I, told you, I want I very told specific. You, we got to win the line of scrimmage for us to win. Thank you. That's, that, that's better. I just explained to you why we got to win. We need zero turnovers, maybe one, but Mariota's got to have – he's got to have a very, very good game because mm-hmm. because the Browns are so good on with, with the power run game. And on on defense, controlling the line of scrimmage, so it's kind of like you know best on best. Yeah, I, it, it's gonna take a. I I feel like it's gonna take uh, the best game we've played all year to win against the Browns, yeah. and and that's the Cleveland Browns. Like we'd never be saying this four or five years ago, right? Cleveland's got a good team. Though. They do. I think if, they are if, playoff if, caliber team. They are. If they had a legitimate quarterback. They probably beat us pretty handily. We just got to keep looking for improvement, and but this is a winnable game for us. I feel. I just I don't I don't I'm I don't expect much from Mariota. I don't expect him to be magnificent, but I don't expect him to be horrible either. I expect him to not be a liability, and that's just you know run the offense, makes good decisions, and be accurate. I think that that's. Not much to ask for for a professional That's, quarterback. That sounds like what what Tebow was saying about Cooper. We need a game manager to not make mistakes. I mean, I mean, you you saying the truth because you can't fumble the ball when you're driving in the red zone. You cannot do that. You cannot throw an interception when you're driving in the red zone. You cannot do that. So, 
I don't care. You call it game manager or whatever you do. I just want to win. Yeah. But you can't make mistakes in crucial moments of the game. Right. All right, folks. Thanks for hanging in this with there. We're going a little long tonight, but we hopefully we'll make it worth the effort. So as a, I don't know, consolation prize, we've neglected to talk about Georgia Tech for the last couple of weeks. Stick with us. Um, got some news on that front here on the Caltech Sports Report. We'll be back. When shopping for homeowners insurance, understand that any broker can bundle to save you money. The LeVette Group takes insurance further with personalized agent attention. We are always available to advocate for you and your family when processing claims and adjusting for your insurance requirements. Call me, Todd Dean, to find the best package that fits you. I can be reached at 678 777 7718. Again, I'm Todd Dino with the LeVette Group, and you can reach me at 678 777 7718. We are back here on the Captain's Works Report. You get started early. I knew that I knew that would spark something. Yo, I just this is a sad sight. So Georgia Tech's head football coach Jeff Collins plus the AD Todd Stansberry, after they were fired, look, were escorted to their car. That's that's cold. That's cold. I can just hear nah 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 nah. I can just hear that playing as they're escorted. So T Bird, you called it, bud. Um, we've been meaning to talk about Georgia Tech football, but unfortunately, they haven't been relevant. Hopefully, this starts a conversation, starts a path to them being relevant again. What do you think, OG? Yeah, I mean, like, we were having this similar discussion off air, and you know, T Bird wants wants them to get a Cadillac, and they're not they're not in the market for a Cadillac. They're not even close. So it might be a Honda Accord, maybe, maybe. But Hyundai. Hey, they weren't in the market to get a big Kia. Uh, Coach, when they got this guy, and look at what it got him. Yeah, got him worse, worse you off gotta than they were get, before. That's what I'm saying. You got to get something to get butts in the stands. And you got to win. We talked about it before. You in downtown Atlanta, the mecca of the South. Everything to do. You can offer uh, players everything. And you 10 and whatever he was in four years. That's awful. It for, is for for a program like Tech that's won a national title before, a couple of times, and I, they ought to be just sick of that. I'm sick of that. I, I want Tech to win more than I do Georgia. So if you get the call, and if if you're a if you're a coach and you get the call from, I don't know, let's say a middle, let, let's say Tennessee, for example, a a mid tier. You know, top 25 team, but mid-tier in the SEC. Or you get a call about Georgia Tech, worst team, one of the worst teams in the ACC. Who are you going to go coach? You're you going to go where the action is. Depends on how much money they offer. Mm. If, tech act, uh, if Tech offer me more money, 
I'm going to tech with the mind that I can change this culture. But you've got to you've got to get their commitment to buy in. It's not a one year fix. This is a long term thing. And that is the that yeah, is a, you got to look, it's a business decision. I'm going to give you everything I got, but it's a business decision. What you got, Dex? Uh, I just want to let y'all know. Um, I put in an app over at Georgia Tech. And okay, uh, here we go. If if y'all don't see me in a couple weeks, y'all. You know what's up, all right? Just don't talk bad about me. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll, 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 don't we'll worry. look for you on the sidelines passing out water bottles, okay? Hey, you got it. Hey, Mo, don't worry. We <laughs> Here's gonna, the thing. We're going to um, see you next week. Collins, <laughs> Collins was 10 and 28 at Georgia Tech. Um, the firing came after a 27 to 10 loss to Central Florida. Central Florida. The high school team? UCF is good. Like, But that. here's the thing, though. And I, I, I would submit for consideration um, that – D1 schools start doing something that HBCUs have started a trend of, and that's going out, getting former players who have a high football IQ and giving them a chance. Because first and foremost, they've got the star power as far as recruiting, as far as putting fans in the seat, if nothing else, just bringing some interest. So I'm not saying it has to necessarily be a black coach, but think about some of these players that have had an impact as, as a player and could be impactful as a head coach they do it in in professional basketball all the time so why not or or that or and or maybe something like the nfl started with the young coach era you know just let's give some young kid a shot and like some something equivalent but having these old 60 year old guys you know that just switch around the same few like a lot of them can't relate to these young boys now because they they different Mm -hmm. yeah you think you think saban's relating to anybody he winning Right. So I'm, it's only it's only a few of them. Well, why don't why didn't Georgia Tech call Saban? Maybe maybe they can pay him a, a boatload of money. Saban is known for going to where the money at. Hell, it wouldn't hurt. They just bought him a house, a boat, a planet. He's not going anywhere. <laughs> hey, nobody said he was going to Miami, but he went. I would. I, it, I okay. think it just brings new energy to a new infusion into into the Atlanta community. If you. It's it's a feel good story. Bring in you know the star. I don't know tight end who played for. They whatever. got a, what's Calvin Johnson doing these days? Hey Terrell, look, <laughs> she, with straight face. They got a hit right here because they've been down too long. Mm-hmm. Hit means whatever they do. I don't know what they're gonna do, but they need the hit. You got everything you want in Atlanta, downtown Atlanta, Georgia, for these players. You got everything. Uh, they, I don't know if they need to upgrade their facility any. I think they did that when Paul Johnson was there. But you got everything you want for a player to want to come play for Georgia Tech. But you got to make it worth the while. Yeah, what you got, Dex? Two words for you guys. Magic City. It is the primo recruiting spot for all hey, of the South. There you go. Why? I mean, just why? It's a known fact that they take recruits in a room and say, go at it. Now, you can laugh all you want, but they do. So, but, but see. I'm just trying to tell you. That's how they got me on the bowling team. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, you know. I'm, I'm just trying to tell right. you. But that's what I know. But okay. what? why Why does, aside from the money it generates, like it is an engineering powerhouse of a school. Why yes. does it also have to be an athletic powerhouse? Like, Like, why does every team in the ACC have to be you know, good. Like, why can't the hell they... you got a football team, OG? Why do you even ask that? I'm what just... you mean? Why do they have? To why does good? Harvard have a football team? Right. Good point. 
What was that? Hold on. Harvard ain't in the ACC. No, they're That's not. That's why. So, uh, so are you suggesting then that, because again, you get a degree from Georgia Tech, it's a golden ticket most places. No doubt so about it. do you just think they just need to change conferences? Or change no, their... No, change no, their, no, no, um, no, 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 you know, no. That's not what I'm saying. The two premier conferences, ACC, SEC, okay? No, Big Ten. Big Ten is better, bigger, better than the <gasps> ACC. <gasps> the damn Big Ten. Nobody are you serious no right now? Ten. Shots fired. Right. Shots fired. <sighs> Look, <laughs> when you... Georgia Tech is a legitimate, uh, should be a power five They team. should be, but they're not. They're not. They're not legitimate. Haven't been. But, but they have been. And the tradition of Bobby Dodd. Yeah, the tradition. So has, you and Notre hey, Dame in so this tradition. Dame, so Yeah. I'm just telling you, the tradition of Bobby Dodd, they need to build something at Georgia Tech. With engineers or whatever. They've had great players at Georgia Tech. What happened to the recruiting? I, I blame it on again and, and this is certainly on the coach and the ad because at the end of the day you can bring in a five-star recruit but your job as the head coach of course is to win but it's also grooming these these players to get better again i I, I, I know of, i know of Jeff two Collins. i know of two excellent football players that that went from rome and went to georgia tech I think they might have had two or three touches between the two of them in the years that they were there, and they ended up transferring to other schools. They regret where they so blossomed they, at, at these other schools. Exactly, exactly. So, so that tells you that the coaching under Jeff Collins was damn terrible. Mm -hmm. Horrible. Hey, uh, I, I was talking to one of the chatters, and she backs up what you were saying about getting a new coach in, you know, or a younger coach in, get that new fresh blood. And she mentioned that it worked out in baseball. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't agree. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I mean, you got to try something. You got to do something radical. We do I, know you that. You got to do something that works. Can I make a, a mostly serious suggestion? I don't believe it's going to be that. It, it will. <laughs> Ty Winningham. He went to a school. He, he he coached at Stanford, which is a school very similar Notre to Notre Dame uh, as well. And Notre Dame. He, he's coached, he coached at both those and Washington. All of those schools are very known for their academics and high you know standards and everything and i and i will he ran a good offense too so he did and i will uh mention this that notre dame only gave him three years and he won in, and, on and, two and, of those. and and he won in two of those and then he have a bad year and they five now i was pissed off at notre dame about that but they gave uh what was the brian guy? kelly no not him the other guy the big guy that was at the patriots they gave him six years, I think. Seven, eight years, yeah. and we didn't do diddly. It was the boosters. It was the seven, boosters. eight years, and we didn't do diddly. But you give Ty Willingham three years. I ain't going to say that. All right. Else. Has the game of. Did you hear me, Mom? I ain't saying nothing. Else. Okay. Has the game of football changed so much that engineers are not as. or very good football players are not interested in engineering? I mean, they teach more than just. They want. They want to get. They want to get their. They well, okay. Let's just call it what it is. The boys want to. Number one, they want to go there. Take the easiest and, classes, and, and they and they want to play. 
and right. go to the NFL. Right. That's just it. But it, yes. it. And I think that therein lies the problem. And don't get me wrong. There are some wonderful scholar athletes who are both doing well academically and athletically. Correct. And I think tapping into that vein is important because, yeah, you've got guys that are joining your football team, Georgia Tech, who are there to play and aren't necessarily there for a degree. And to me, that's just a wasted opportunity. So figure out how you can recruit, figure out, you know, how these, how you can scout the kind of talent that really is on the same page as not only your program, but your university. And make sure these, I blame it on athlete. You at an institution like Georgia tech and you don't take, the opportunity to get a Georgia Tech right. I would ride the bench for I, that for sure. I'll sit there for four years. Mm-hmm. My goal is to get that Georgia Tech education right. so I can go anywhere in the world. Right. But you're talking about a 19-year-old who has the possibility of going to the NFL. No, he I didn't. Mean, I'm just no, saying, I'm saying if you if you were that less good. Less than 1%. This is true, less than 1%. But at that point, they all think they're going. Can Georgia Tech improve? Absolutely. Will they ever be in the top couple in the ACC? Very doubtful. Nobody knows, OG. You can't say that's your opinion. Just take it as that. That's your opinion. That is my opinion. Okay. Yes. All right. Just keep. I'm that. not, but I'm not projecting. Just keep that. I'm not projecting. And, and if go. they get the right Look, coach, yeah, don't cheer. Don't cheer. That's Here we right. Go. If they get the right coach and they make it to the game, don't damn cheer. Twenty years from now, we'll still be having this discussion. <laughs> Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure this evening. Thank you all for joining us here on the Cast Potato Sports Report. It's Mo Better T. Burn and the other guy. All right, gentlemen, any final words? We were going at it, boy. OG, really y'all wish you should, be, you, should be, you should both sleep well tonight. Really. OG, right. y'all wish you oh. something, Mo. No. The damn trigger words. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.